Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the 25th episode of the Press Pause Podcast. Tonight, we have 9812 joining us uh, to tell his story about uh, his battles with mental health. Uh, just so everybody remembers, we are just friends that are getting together, talking about our personal stories and our personal battles. We are not doctors. We are not therapists. So um, we're not here to give you any advice as far as this is what you should do and what you shouldn't do. We are just friends that are talking about our specific journey in hopes that something that we say you might be able to glean something from that may help you out. Um, in the end, if it is um, something that needs to be done, we do recommend seeing a, uh, a therapist. But uh, guys, we excited? Are we excited? Are we excited? Uh, there is no Chalupa tonight. Uh, Chalupa is on vacation. He um, ended up uh, getting out of town with his wife, uh, spending some time with some family, friends. Um, so he's not going to be here. But uh, we got Devious here. Uh, it's going to be a little bit shorter podcast. It's not going to be our normal two hours. Uh, Devious has family in town, so he's going to be taking off a little early. But... Uh, yeah. Hey, Iron Myra, thank you for the follow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, also, guys, this is the podcast channel, so I am not going to be doing a lot of uh, talking over the guests. I'll be doing a lot of typing, though, to you guys, just so you know. But uh, let's get into it. Yo, Chala, what's going on, brother? You guys ready? Ready. Always. All right, all right. Well, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Press Pause Podcast. My name is Spentescu Gaming, uh, a.k.a. Spent. Everybody knows me by. We got Devious TV up in the Green Bay Packers hat. Hello. And we got our guest tonight, 9812, also founder, also founder of Streamer Loot and co-founder of Organization Berserk. Um, let's go. Um, and uh, just so everybody knows, Chalupa is out of town with his wife, spending some time in Vegas. Vegas. And uh, <laughs> so he is not going to be here tonight. But uh, we're, we're we're in here like swimwear, as Chala likes to say. So we're excited yes, though to have Nine on. Uh, I've I've heard a tiny bit of his story that he has a pretty awesome story. Well, not awesome, but it's. Like it's in a story. Depth. It's a story. Um, so we're excited to have him. Uh, before we get into this, we want to let everybody know we are not doctors. We're not therapists. We are just friends. Just trying to break the stigma of not talking about mental health and the different things that we deal with. Um, right. We do recommend um, that if you're dealing with a lot of stuff and you need some help to go get professional help. But we're just hoping that we can break that stigma of the mental health um that hey it's okay to be not okay um also nine 
once you everything's out there on the internet and the vlog it's out there just want to make sure you're okay with that before we go yeah. any further um just for legal purposes so with that being said yeah you, you ready for this nine let's do it let's do it let's do it all right so how we usually start this as everybody usually knows devious and myself and chalupa when he's here um tend to give our little story of what we've gone through and so devious if you don't mind why don't you go ahead and kind of explain your little story and just uh, sure, uh for well nine first of all it's good to finally finally you kind of meet you i know we've talked quite a bit through streamer loot and everything so i, I do appreciate you um coming on the episode and, and talking to us today finally good no. good good to get to know you a little bit yeah no dude it's awesome it's like actually i think it's like the first time i've seen your uh your face in like a chat uh, or your name in a chat with me like yeah. uh i've seen your face on stream but yeah it's i feel like i could touch you well yeah, you're we to the side of, you're to the side finally, of me and yeah ah, there you go we can finally uh meet face to <laughs> make face to face right um yeah so I haven't been clinically diagnosed with anything. Growing up, my life was pretty good. Uh, my parents divorced at a young age. Mom was remarried. Um, I have a blood brother from my mom and dad, and then I have stepsisters and a half-sister from the marriage she's with now. Uh, high school was good. Growing up, played a lot of sports. Um, you know, I was into computers and gaming, played a lot of Counter-Strike, and went to land centers and all sorts of stuff. Um, once I hit my 20s, I started partying man I, I i started partying hard I, I started drinking a lot i started doing drugs smoking um you know do, doing doing whatever i could to to uh i guess i don't know it's, it's what my friends were doing man so that's who i was hanging with you know that's what i started doing um i slowly kind of veered from that and and uh, that's when kind of like my a lot of my problems started stemming was i think with the drugs and stuff like that um after i kind of went past that phase i, I started going to school went to college uh, went to firefighting school and 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 got my my EMT, my fire one, my fire two, um, and actually uh, got a little bit of experience in wildfires in Colorado in in 2013. Um, once I was out there, that's when a lot of the problems really started. Uh, my parents' house burned down. I had a house fire, so a lot of my stuff that I had and everything that I owned from that point was gone. I mean, I everything was at their house, um, so I lost everything I had. Um, and insurance wouldn't cover any of my stuff. And I didn't really understand why, uh, just because I wasn't physically there to claim everything and being out of state, just how all that stuff works. I didn't really get it, but I didn't get my stuff insured, which really, really was, was crappy. So rebuilding my life. Um, and then three months later, my brother died in a motorcycle accident. Um, so all that loss just really just hit me, man. I, I got a ton of depression, um, anxieties built up really bad lack of sleeps bad dreams um and it's been six or seven years and i still have you know a lot of of depression and anxiety symptoms um just scared to lose or, or uh, some some guilt even just from losing my brother um uh but streaming has helped i started streaming in may of 2019 and i've really revolved my community around just a place for us to come and just let it out let it you know lay laid out along the line where nobody judges anybody in my community you know we're, we're real we're real uh carefree and, and it's a safe haven and stuff and i think that's really been a big thing for me is just being able to be open with everybody in my community and honest about everything and then just accept it just them just accept who i am accept the losses i have and and why i am the way i am um 
and 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 why I have the anxieties and why I have the depressions. Um, and all of us that deal with depression, we know, you know, some days we don't want to go live. We don't, we don't, we get scared, you know, we lay in bed. Um, we don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I also get overwhelmed with a lot of things. So then I don't want to do anything there either when I'm overwhelmed. Um, so it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of anxieties and depressions from the loss. Guilt built up and lack of sleep. Um, but that's a lot of where my mental issues. And like I said, for day to day, it just depends. I really think I'm bipolar. I, like I said, I've never been clinically diagnosed, but the way I've heard it, how it works, um, I, I really think I have it. I just with the crashes and, and having that, that rock high energy and then just crashing for two or three days at a time and then going back up. It's really weird. So, But that's how a lot of my stuff started. Started, you know, my mid-20s, and it, it's still uh, still day-to-day, so. So for me, I've also never been clinically diagnosed. Um, you gave me a hard word of truth, and you'll understand a little bit with my story as to how I, why I am the way I am. Um, growing up dealing with a father that um, was doing his best to try and make me a better person, but came across in a very way that affected me mentally. Um, made me never made me feel not important, not good enough, not not ever going to be amount to anything. Um, so I tend to that's where I get my cleanliness to try and make friends and everything like that. You know that goes back to that truth that you were telling me. Um, through all elementary school, high school, all that. I mean, dealing with friends and everything like that. Um. Around age of 14, 15 years old, it hit me really hard. I'd have, uh, I started getting into, actually started kind of slowly reverting from being actually very extroverted to introvert and actually attempted suicide at 15 years old, 15, 16 years old. Um, Through my 20s and 30s and everything, I dealt with depression, I dealt with anxiety, I would legitimately five six months at a time just being a deep dark pit between the anxiety and the depression and everything like that um many of times through those i had thoughts of just trying to end it all never acted on it again um gotten better over the last probably year year and a half um well, the last year I've gotten a little better with my highs and my lows, trying to keep a more even keel. And I believe that being able to kind of just talk about my experiences here and talking with others has helped. Um, but that's basically what my story is, is I just always have felt that I'm not good enough, that I'll never amount to anything. And um, I got to keep telling myself that I am good enough that I am worth it and all that stuff. So that is my story. I mean, I still have my depression. I still have my anxiety. But I also don't feel that it lasts as long as it used to last. And it doesn't happen as often since I've been a part of the podcast and working with Devious and Chalupa, being able to open up and hearing other people's stories and everything like that. So um, that is my story. With that being said... Nine, why don't you kind of introduce yourself, kind of explain what you do for a living, 
you know, you, you saw the question. So introduce yourself, yeah. what you do for a living, full-time streamer, how long you've been streaming, game of choice, and what got you into streaming. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm 98124. James Stewart. That's my last name. Um, I've been streaming for two, three years, somewhere around there. I don't know. I think three years now. Um, and, uh, I, I'm not full-time. I am definitely part-time. Um, what I do for a living, I, uh, work in business development. Um, I also own streamer loot. I don't really consider that for a living though. I don't, I haven't taken, ever taken a paycheck from it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't do that for, for a living. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm not a full-time streamer. I work business development. I'm not going to mention my company, the company I work for's name though, just to be safe. Um, my game of choice. This is tough, dude. That's like the <laughs> toughest question. <laughs> um, it depends on my mood, really. Uh, you know, I started streaming Fortnite. Like, I feel like a lot of people did. Um, I feel like you've been vibing with Tarkov lately a lot. I haven't played Tarkov much lately anymore. Really? Really? Mm -mm. Okay. Um, which is like my initial thought is like Tarkov would be my game of choice. Right. Um, but I strayed away from it when they got like a real big hacking surge. Um, but I mean, growing up, I always played Call of Duty and Halo. Um, those are like my two big, uh, big games. I was always, always grinding. Um, but honestly, like if I'm just kind of vibing and hanging out, I love Minecraft and I don't stream it, but I just love it. It's just such a fun game. I played on my switch a lot in airports and stuff. I'm pretty sure everyone thinks I'm like a nerd. Cause I'm like the old dude <laughs> playing Minecraft on my switch. Um, I've been really hooked on overcooked too lately too. Um, I played that with Sprite on our podcast um, to raise money for Gen Youth, and uh, that was my first time ever playing it, and it was so much fun. Um, I don't know. I like games that I can play with my wife, too, so games yeah. that are very easy. Um, it Takes Two was huge for us. We loved that game, um, so I don't know. I, 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 that's tough. I don't really have a game of choice right now. I'm really yeah. hoping that yeah, Halo is going to be my... <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm really hoping halo is gonna be my game of choice soon but uh but no i mean if i had to if you if i had to say one right now it'd probably be tarkov still though because tarkov's a lot of fun um i just don't stream it very much anymore um and then what got me into streaming so i'll get back to that after we go through some of the other ones All so right. um unlike both of you i have been clinically uh I have I have that cool stamp. Um, I have PTSD. Okay. So, um, and I struggle bad with hypochondria and anxiety because of my PTSD. So, um, my experience with mental health, uh, I got shot at work. Um, yeah, so I worked for an apartment complex. Oh. And uh, I was terminating an employee, and her husband got mad. And came down and shot me four times. Um, Jesus. Yeah, so I got shot four times, fired six, six rounds. Um, according to what the police report says, I obviously don't remember it very vividly. Um, and uh, he hit me four times. Uh, so I actually don't have much bone in my arm from here up. That's why a lot of people always act, like see these scars and they always ask what they are. You can't really see them on my crappy webcam. But uh, 
Yeah, so I have, they slid a metal rod in there to reconnect my arm. Um, and then each shoulder and then through my ankle. So uh, I have PTSD from that. Um, Same. And also, <laughs> and also hypochondria is, uh, is a big issue because it's really weird. So the hypochondria has not been actually diagnosed, um, but it's something that is a thing. So obviously when... I got shot. I had Addie, who was nine months at the time, and my wife. And it was the scariest thing in the world because I thought I was going to lose, like, that I was going to leave them and leave them in a bad time. We weren't strong on our finances. We weren't. So it was going to leave them in a really bad position because I didn't think I was making it out of it. Um, and so my hypochondria, anytime something's wrong with my body, I immediately go back to thinking it's the worst. Sure. Right. And then it's, it, it literally goes from something like a headache to anxiety to this headache is a brain tumor to I'm in the hospital, like getting a headache checked out. And, and I don't want to make that sound like it's like, you know, like, like a little headache that like you go pop. I like, it was a bad headache, but, um, those are the kind of things that like happen. Like, um, you know, my heart uh, will start racing randomly, and I'll start thinking I'm having a heart attack. Um, my arm hurts, and my heart's racing. Um, and, of course, the arm I got shot in is the one closest to my heart, so I start thinking I'm having a heart attack, and I'm start thinking I'm going to leave them again. And that's where my hypochondria comes from. It's the fear of leaving sure. so and leaving them behind. So um, what do you deal with on a regular basis? Well, let me I'll go back. I got into streaming because after I got shot, the toughest thing to figure out how to get over was how could somebody try to kill you? That was the scariest thing to try to explain to yourself is, yeah, is what did I do wrong? Even though I didn't do anything wrong, it's just doing my job. What did I do wrong that made somebody want to try to do that? And uh, that was the toughest thing. So I didn't want to talk to anybody. I literally just sat around and moped. Um, you know, this crazy nine that you guys see, like, running and dancing and stuff, like, exact opposite. Like, I was, it was dark. I just sat in my recliner all day. I couldn't walk because I was shot through my Achilles tendon. So I just kind of just sat there. I felt hopeless the whole entire time. Um, and I was scrolling through Facebook, and Darkness429 stream, like, one of his first few streams came up, and he's playing Fortnite. Never seen Fortnite before, like... I had no clue what Fortnite was. Yeah, and he was yelling and screaming and just so excited um, to just, like, shoot Dr. Lupo on a rocket ride. Like, it was just <laughs> the most – he was having so much fun, and it was, like, the first time since I got shot that I, like, genuinely smiled where it was, like, just me smiling because I was enjoying something instead of somebody, like, making me laugh or something like that. It was just, like, me – being there watching him and I was having a good time watching him. So yeah. I watched him for like an hour. Um, and then I started doing some stuff, um, you know, doing like, I think I had to go to physical therapy and then I never remembered his name and I was like, crap. I, 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 I so a week went by and I was scrolling through and I found him again and I made sure to follow him that time. And, uh, it was the same thing. I was immediately happy. Like I was, I was actually bummed for like three days that I didn't get to see Tim's sexy <laughs> hunk of man. 
um stream so and this was like before he was part of rare drop this was so long ago so um but yeah so then um after that the, the next one was it was tim playing with stone mountain and i knew of stone just because i'd watched like the youtube videos from the yolo series i didn't know that he was yeah. a streamer i just i had seen like the videos on youtube and been like oh this dude's pretty funny but i didn't know what he was doing i just thought it was hilarious that he was taking the game so seriously and giving out like actual army call outs i thought it was hilarious <laughs> so he was playing with stone and i was like that's Whoa. awesome i actually know that dude so like I, I actually know this one so it was like an immediate connection and then i just kept going from there and there and there so then when I moved into our new house, um, I had an office, and that's where I'm sitting now. Um, it's actually I'm actually having to get rid of this office soon though because we got a baby on the way. Um, but uh, I got rid, I, I got an office, and I was like, I want to stream, so I got a streaming laptop because I was traveling a lot, or a gaming laptop. I was traveling a lot, and I streamed and played from the same gaming laptop. It was like, dude, if I was lucky, if I got 15 frames per second, it was solid. <laughs> but the reason why i wanted to was because tim dug me out of a hole more than he knows um and pool shark did too and stone did and i wanted to stream because i wanted somebody to have that i didn't want somebody to have that dark day i wanted somebody in a dark day to come out of it um and so that's why i started streaming so um do I pause there? Do you guys want to talk about any of that? We can talk about some of that. That was a lot. That was that was a, that was a lot. That, that was actually. <laughs> first of all, if you don't mind, roughly how long ago was it that you got shot? 2000, 2015. So we're coming up on. Uh, this six. will be year six. Yeah, man. So March of two thousand fifteen. Can't imagine, man. Uh, no. Oh, I couldn't imagine just because someone was. I mean, you hear the stories. I just feel I would feel like everybody's out to get me all the time after that. No, it's it's definitely the next question is what do you deal with on a regular basis? Yeah. I, I like we went to Comic Con, and um, we went to Comic Con this week. Uh, like no, a couple weeks ago. Our crowds and... tough. Crowds are probably tough. No, it's not really crowds because I mean, no. obviously, I'm holding loot fest. It's it's just weird. It, like like things things can trigger things. So this guy was at his trunk of his car, and it didn't click to me because we weren't in the Comic Con parking lot. We parked at another lot that was slightly cheaper. Um, but this guy's like throwing on body armor and pulling out like a gun, and I'm just like, we're not going in there, absolutely. But it didn't trigger to me that he was dressed like uh snake from metal gear solid but but it's like i was standing there like eyeing this dude down like i'm not going in there we're not going in there and then when it like clicked who like what he was doing but for like a minute there like i don't know like everybody has anxiety attacks right so Mm -hmm. like when i have mine my mouth gets really dry and i kind of feel like like my tongue's quivering that's like when an anxiety attack's coming on that's how i know um also, I, I, I'm not a doctor or anything, but it is very important to know when your anxiety attacks are coming on. So figure out what it is. I learned that one from my psychiatrist. Whatever, there's all there's something you'll do when you have an anxiety attack every single time, and mine's that. So when I start feeling that, I immediately can start talking myself out of it. So I feel that coming on, and I'm like, what's what's okay? What can I do to like realize this is like a thing? So I'm like, kind of standing there. 
my daughters are right there. My wife's right there. And I'm just sitting there like, we're not going in there. And so I'm just kind of trying to talk myself out of it. But that's that that's like, yeah, I mean, that's what I deal with on a regular basis. Um, just anything, man. Just It's just anything that doesn't seem like it's going with the flow I feel like it should be going. It yeah. starts. It it's, triggers. It, it's, it triggers it. Like if I, I don't know, you know, get an angry DM from somebody. I, I can go from just being like the best mood ever to just like, right? Like, why am I? Why am I even doing streamer? Like, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've thought about just selling off streamer <laughs> because because it's just it's just sometimes I feel like it's just not worth it, and it's like it's more trouble. I'm causing more trouble than I am helping, but at the same time, I, you know, then I get a really nice email from somebody who says that you know they're holding on to their dream because they're creating because their merch sales have helped them so um you know it's just but it's yeah that's the big thing is like i constantly live in a world of doubt um very much like you spence like you never you never feel like you're good enough mm-hmm. but at the same time like ask yourself like what is good enough like at what point do i feel like i've actually right been good enough there is no definition of that in my mind. And that's something I've got to figure out. Like, is what is good enough? Like, what, like what's going to be satisfying to me? Is it going to be having a giant party in Vegas? Or is it going to be just having streamers that are making money so they can keep their dreams alive and blocking out the haters? Like, I don't, I don't know what's good enough. I, I, don't, I, don't, have a, I don't have any idea what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> I'm just... Thinking I, I of things never, and going with it. So. I would never, I would never have uh, said that because you know, like outside of, I mean, I've seen your tweets and everything like that. I've commented on your tweets, especially after some of these DMs that you've said you've gotten and everything like that. And personally, I want to tell you, uh, you do amazing for everyone involved yeah, in the streaming community. Um. It's just, you know, the the different stuff that you help streamers with. You definitely got it together, too, my dude. You would never, you'd never think that, man. You'd never think that. I'm just saying. <laughs> you'd, never think, you'd never think that Streamer Loot started out as, like, a, literally, like, a piece of, I literally drew out Streamer Loot's business plan on a piece of paper with, in a Discord call with Dossos and Audio Freak. Literally just drew it out on a piece. I think I still have the piece of paper somewhere. <laughs> and w- with a bunch of scribbles on it. Of, no, no, that won't work. This will work. And yeah, it's, I mean, literally as much as people think business owners, and th- and there are some amazing business owners out there, like uh, Zach Shutt is an amazing business mm-hmm. owner, but there's, but there's a lot of business owners and I deal with them a lot in business development that don't have a clue what they're doing. And there's, and that's not a wrong answer. Like, I mean, they, it's their business. Let them do what they want. Right. But, um, but they don't have a clue. Like I always tell, um, my wife, I'm like, look, like I'm, I own a business, you know what I mean? I'm self-employed. So, you know, if you ever see me talking to myself, like I'm having a business meeting, stay out of it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, just constantly living in that world of doubt. Yep. I 100% understand that uh, yep. just with everything that I deal with and everything like that. And and that, and that's really a good point. I mean, what is really good enough? And nobody can really define what's good enough except for ourselves for ourselves. 
I mean, yeah. in reality, that's what it comes down to. Um, but everybody's goals are different, what they want to reach. So, yep. And you as know, far like, as and as far as like I said, you do so much through for the community in general. Just, I mean, streamer loot, helping all these ones with their merch, um, starting the the Berserk organization with um, Lady and Emma and Nighthawk. All the, I mean, all the charity work, all the charity work you guys do. Um, going out, I mean, you did Dallas. Uh, you did the streamer loot down in Dallas. The, gathering you uh didn't you help even audio with the one in pittsburgh i helped kind of audio had that down audio i just helped audio make sure that it was and then, um but then you got the one a little bit more point you now got the one going on in <laughs> vegas i mean look at all the stuff that you're doing and allowing these ones that want to meet be able to meet in like public places and feel safe to be do it you know not just randomly be able to so you do a lot for the community, and and um, just I'm still just I get also you said um, random things kind of that you see seem out of place that kind of trigger you with your anxiety and not wanting to do something and and with what you went through and everything like that I I can like I can don't understand it personally, but I can see how that would be because you're you're walking and you're like okay this is just going to be normal we're just going to go in and everything and then all of a sudden something that is just not you don't expect and it just mm -hmm. kind of triggers it uh so yeah yeah and 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 what devious said about like the ebbs and the flows of like kind of feeling like you might be bipolar like honestly i would be shocked if you were <laughs> because there's so many people that go through the same things I'm not right. a doctor or anything, but I, I would be shocked if you were. Um, but, like, I have the same thing, dude. I'll be having the best day in the world in one thing. And that's not mean, really? that doesn't mean you're yeah. bipolar. It just means you you have anxiety. Nine times out of ten, it's probably just your anxiety. Um, but, and, and that's coming from a guy who thought he was bipolar and went and got, because of his hypochondria, and, went <laughs> and found out he wasn't. It's just my anxiety. I'm anxiety-driven mood swings. Sure. Um, so everything's just great. And then, you know, I get one DM or I get, um, it could be something so small, like, uh, you know, like a, a batch of soap that we really, really, cause my wife also owns a soap business. Um, you know, a batch of soap that we really needed for our farmer's market got ruined. And my whole day is like, just like I was in the best mood and that literally just, even though it's not that big of a deal, it's just something that I, I can't control and that kills yeah. me. Yeah. If, so if you can't, if you feel like you can't control it, it affects you. And I'm definitely a control freak. So like I am very blessed to have Adriana in our um in in the streamer loot team, and it has been very very tough for me to give her control of things. And uh, and lately, I just don't even talk to her anymore. I just let her just do her thing because. Nine times out of ten, I create more of a mess <laughs> talking to her and, and thinking I can do things. Um, but, like, when, when I introduce, because she also is a partner manager, and she handles people, like, works directly with several of our partners. Um, it used to be that we would have a group DM with it would be me, the partner, the streamer, and then her. And they would have a conversation in there. 
but I would be constantly butting into the conversation where Adriana was like, look, you're, you're taking on more work. Like you have me here for a reason. Stop getting involved in this conversation. So she just took, so she, I introduced them and then they go have a conversation in another DM and I'm just sitting there like, are we taking care of these customers? <laughs> but I, I don't need to worry about that anymore because she's such a blessing that she just handles those things for me. So, um, but like the fact that I couldn't control it for a long time was very tough, but it just honestly just took Adriana and my wife telling me to just chill out. Now that you say that, I think I'm a, I'm a big control freak too. <laughs> like when I don't, when I can't control something and when something's not in my, like in, in my control at all, it, it's, I get it, like, it, I don't even know it's like aggressiveness or like a change, I get a change, I change in a sense. So, um, yeah, I can, relate, I can relate to that a little bit now that you say it. Yep. I mean, and it's not a bad thing, but like, I no. mean, maybe, maybe, maybe your anxiety is driven off of control. That's what mine is. Like, I don't have control of the situation and it all started when I got shot. Like I didn't have control of that guy coming in the door. And so now what I want to do is control every single thing I can to try to make so sure that I never happen. get shot again. So, and the chances of me getting shot are again, are like insane, but I still am fearful of it every single day. So if I can't control the situation, it stresses me out. So, um, but I'm learning and that's okay. So. Yeah, we, we're all learning. We all got to learn as one of the things that my old high, uh, high school teacher told me. Life is the only thing that you get the test before the lesson. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's true. So, very, very, very true. Because that's where you get your lesson from is you got to experience it first. Yep. If you don't experience it, where's the lesson? I mean, it's no... No, that really hit me. I think for the the control thing, that really hit me because I realized I'm a, I'm so like that man, and that's bad. Like I'm terrible. I I, I like I have a mod team. I have a team. I have a team that helps me with stream, and I talk to them about that a lot. I just I I am so obsessed over things I cannot control. Like when it comes to just just let's we're streamers, you know. When it comes to views or 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 hits or whatever, or like, audio we're issues, all, good issues. Am I allowed to cuss on this? Yes. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Good fucking word. I hate audio issues, dude. Audio issues are the easiest way to put me in a bad mood for a stream. Why do you think I've never switched? I don't never switch to dual PC just because of that. Yeah. I've stories, man. Oh, time out though. Dual PC with a Go XLR is the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Other than that, dude, a single PC audio issues were the worst for me. But no. I, I, I have I have now just realized it a lot more. You've 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 definitely made me notice something big that I gotta work on. <laughs> yeah, control I mean, dude, control's tough. It's a it's a tough thing. Is um thinking that you're thinking that you're you're There's in so control. Much out of your control. It's it's insane. You just gotta be able to balance that and understand. Yeah. Well, like, and right now, my big issue with control is, and this is going to sound terrible, and I love my kids, I just want to say this, but I can't control my kids to save my life. <laughs> like, like, Addie, she's six, she's cutting her hair, she turned her bed sheets into snowflakes, She drew, we literally went to the fair today, and on the way home, she drew with crayon on my wife's car window, like, and it's, and it's, she's doing kid things, but I'm like, why are you doing dumb things? Like, and I'm not saying that to her, but it was like, why are you doing these things? You know what I mean? But like, yeah. And it's, but I can't control 
mm-hmm. her. And that stresses me out. Same thing with Tegan. Like, we're trying to potty train her. And the other day, like, I literally came home from L.A., landed, came home. I'm grabbing a bite to eat out of the fridge. I haven't ate all day. Uh, and I get, I get home, and I just want to crash, right? I just worked, like, all day. And Tegan, who we're potty training, isn't wearing any underwear, isn't wearing any diaper, because that's how you potty train. You just constantly put them on the potty just takes the biggest dump on the floor and then steps in it and tracks it all across the floor. And I'm just like, welcome home. Now I'm cleaning up human turds out of the carpet. (laughs) But it stresses me out because it's like, I should be able to control that, but I can't. So, and then I'm in a bad mood and uh, because I can't control the situation. So, and I just wanted, I just, all I wanted was a bologna sandwich. Jack. <laughs> Can I get an A man? Get a man? <laughs> <Bologna> sandwich. But <laughs> you're super hungry after that, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, I did, actually didn't eat that night <laughs> after cleaning up all that poop. I was good. I didn't That's eat the bologna sandwich. I guess so. what would be going through my mind is like, why did you just step in that and drag it through the house? Why? Yeah. Why did that happen? You know, like, there's, I guess uh, I'm pooping it happens. You know what? Mm hmm. Uh, There's literally nothing that's going through her head half the time. I feel like, but that's kids. Yeah, Tegan is gonna be three in December, and Addie's six. Um, and, and I take that back. Tegan has stuff going through her head. It's typically Elsa, Anna, and Peppa. That's that's all that's in her head half the time. So, um, and Addie, she's she's an amazing student. She does so good in school. She really has like the eagerness to learn. But if we could just get her to be good at home, life would be great. <laughs> so that's that's our struggle because she's like, I mean, perfect student. She does amazing jobs on all of her spelling tests. Her math tests are doing well. She's in first grade and she's killing it. But man, yeah, she just she just is uh the moment she gets home, it's like everything she can get into, she's window. gonna get into. Yeah, dude, like the other day, she she literally took a bite out of a Twinkie and then just threw it at the dog. And I was like, why? Like, what went through your head to, number one, eat my Twinkies, and number two, throw it at the dog? Just like... <laughs> it was to spite like, you. Yeah. She knows she can get away with it almost. Like, she went full-blown Thor on the situation where, you know, like, he gets the drink in the first movie and he just throws it on the ground. Oh, He's yeah, like, good yeah. drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. have another. Yeah, it's literally her, but with a Twinkie. That's so, so and the dog got in the way apparently. Apparently, yeah. Um, so let's 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 kind of go back to um, you were kind of starting to explain um, pizza chaos. The your <laughs> what you'd kind of deal with on a ment- uh, regular basis with your mental health. You know, you're talking about things out of place and um, just you know the hypochondria. Um, I would say on a regular basis, I deal with at least one anxiety attack a day because of my PTSD. One a day? Um, One a day, yeah. Wow. So whether it's something with streamer loot, it's right now a lot of it, a lot of my stress is loot fest because of COVID and we've been going back and forth on this thing. If, you know, we signed to with the Luxor to do loot fest, the Delta variant wasn't a thing. Um. And everybody thought we were good to go. Like, we all thought, November, we're solid. Um, And then the Delta variant came up. And then, you know, it's just a constant circle of, with ticket sales, it's like, you know, people will buy tickets. And then everyone's trying to sell them online. And then people are buying tickets. And everybody's trying to sell them because 
people are still scared. And, 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 and at the same time, I want to be understanding I'm vaccinated. You know what I mean? And if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, you don't, that's your decision. But, um, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I just want to get back to being normal. Can we just all go to Vegas and have a big ass party, yeah. please? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's my get that's normal man. again. Yeah, that's like my thought process. Is like, is it? Can we just move forward? And I know a lot of people are like, nine. You can't move forward until it's gone. But like at this rate, like the flu's never been gone. So let's just move forward. So and everybody be smart. But um, but that's like that. That's been a lot of my stress. And then. The girls, you know, Addie, she's apparently thinks she has a boyfriend now. So I had anxiety attack about that the other day. And then, um, so yeah. Um, and then you, I, I don't just own streamer, but I have a, a couple other businesses too. You know, obviously I have Berserk. Um, and then Vader? we have um, Invader Supply I still have, which is, um, might be having something coming up in the future, but I have Invader Supply. Um, and then I have... Athena, which is launching its men's line called Zeus, um, soon. And then I also, um, you know, I don't, I don't own Forty Thieves anymore, but I still, uh, I still try to talk to uh, Darian, the owner there, as much as possible, and try to coach him up. And he's doing an amazing job with that, so it's great to see that doing well. And then I've got a few other small businesses. Um, I'm working on a new project in the crypto game with my brother right now, so it's, uh, it's just constant. Um, you always, Stress have level, dude. Go- you always have I've always got going. I always have something go and I still work a full-time job so <laughs> so yeah so um yeah I'm always having an anxiety attack it's just non-stop um but I've learned how to deal with them and uh and more importantly I've learned how to deal with them without the drugs that I've been prescribed because I do not enjoy um the anxiety meds that they give me because all it does is put a Band-Aid on it, and then in six hours, when it wears off, it is right back again, and it is ten times worse. So um, most of the time, it's just talking myself out of it. And then the other big part is I have an amazing wife who, uh, if I'm having a moment, I can call, and I can just say, hey, I need you to tell me I'm being dumb. Like, I am telling myself I'm being dumb. I need you to tell me I'm being dumb. Like, this is a dumb thing that I can need to stop dwelling on, or... I'm not having a heart attack. Or um, when I went to LA, my eye started really bugging me. Uh, it felt like somebody was constantly pushing on it, and I was getting really bad headaches. So I was like, I went to the eye doctor because I was kind of freaking out about it. And uh, um, and obviously, I had a friend who's took his son to an eye doctor, and he had swelling in his eye, and turned out his son had a tumor. So that's all that's on my mind. And so I go there and they're like, oh, have you been traveling lately? And I was like, yeah. They're like, did you go to somewhere that's polluted? And I said, yeah. I said, yeah, the inside of your eye has a very bad allergic reaction to it looks like smog. And I was in LA. So, <laughs> so yeah. So he was like, he dyed my eye and he's like, yeah, you're having an allergic reaction. Like, it looks like smog or air conditions. So he gave me some drops and it's better now. And the reason why I was getting a headache was because my eye was working harder because sure, of the allergic so, reaction. Yep. So, but but it's it's something so simple of allergic reaction that I'm like panicking, and I come home and my wife's like, "Well, are you dying?" And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not dying. I had an allergic reaction, and she's like, "You're a dumbass. Like, chill out." But, <laughs> and when she says that, she means it in like the most loving way possible. Well, but 
but she's such a strong support system to me that like I can call her and say like babe I don't know what to do in this situation and a lot of times it's why do you even care because it's out of your control like quit worrying about it because because it's out of your control there's nothing you can do the delta variant like with vegas like for the long like when the delta variant got announced i freaked out dude i thought loot fest was gonna go downhill i'm thirty five thousand dollars in the hole at the luxor i'm freaking out and uh and she goes well why why like why do you care like if you can't if 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 loot fest fails it doesn't mean you're a failure it means the delta variant screwed it up and she's like the only reason why you care is because you don't want people to think that you failed and no one's going to think that everyone's going to think the delta variant just fucked you over so and that's so it, it but her being able to bring that realism back to me which is funny because when we first started dating prior to me getting shot it it was the opposite she was like worst case scenario and i was always like babe why do you even care <laughs> and now it's like the exact same way so but yeah she's just she's the reason why i can have an anxiety attack every single day and it doesn't so you may also I, look at you a little different. I mean, after getting shot four times and living, and, and you're probably like a, a beast, you know, a Superman. I'm like, I'm like 50 Cent, like, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean, right. You know, like, nothing else is going to say. If you've been shot, you're good. Like, what, what else we'll, could go wrong? We'll call, we'll call me Nine Cent. Yeah, Nine, <laughs> nine Cent. Uh, oh. But um, I guess that answered the next one, too, is how do you help your, uh, how do you, how you help yourself? And as, has streaming helped me? Uh, actually, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, streaming's probably occasionally made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, lately, lately, my views have been way down. I haven't been streaming as much because I just don't have the urge to go live. Um, also, I've been traveling more with work. Um, but, you know, I, I have that goal of, um, you know, making a schedule. I'd like to go live three times a week. That's my main goal three to four times a week and I, and I'd be happy. Um, but yeah, my views have been down, which makes it really, really tough. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and then just, there's no fun games anymore. Nothing fun <laughs> to play right now. Like, honestly, I, can we go Dude. back to Fortnite season three when like me and Bray, the Reaper were clapping cheeks nonstop. Like those were the days, those were the man. Days. Like, like, to quote the office you know like i wish you knew when you were in the good old days before you leave them like ray me and dos slaying lobbies was the most fun i had gaming in a long time and uh and man what i would kill to go back and just start doing that again oh that was that's so, back when uh, we are fortnite was actually fun and that's actually back when i first met you because i i was in brace streams all the time yeah, 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 man, dude. I would love to go back to those days. So, and it's just kind of tough, like, when you get into a game and it's like every game has hackers like early now. 2019, early 2019, yeah. About two, yeah. two and a half years, three years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 2000, 2019 to 2018. I loved Bray until um, I saw a and this is a joke i i still love bray uh (laughs) i was in louisiana and somebody was wearing a bray the reaper shirt and i was so excited because i'd been playing with bray a lot lately and i was like this is my opportunity they're gonna recognize me i'm gonna be famous i'm gonna call my wife and say hey look i'm it's the most i'm 
so popular. Spence, you probably know this story already. <laughs> and I was in the gas station, and the guy standing right there, and I was like, hey, dude, I know Bray the Reefer. He's like, oh, yeah, that kid's awesome, man. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, do you know 9812, um, who he plays with a lot? He's like, no. <laughs> do you know who Pool Shark is, though? And I'm like, yeah, Pool Shark's a dick. And I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad, because at this time, I was playing with Bray, like, every morning uh-huh. like for like a month straight and i was like dude like you're gonna crank me up i'm gonna call my wife hey babe i'm in louisiana people know me <laughs> but but no 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 Not, i got shut down i just walked away i was so mad for the rest of the day shut, shut down hard that's, um, yeah, that's nine, one of those things that ruined my mood for the whole entire day <laughs> yeah right just just so you're aware nine uh i've got iron myra in my chat and she said, your quotes have been helping her a lot mentally lately. Okay, um, what's my quote that I give her? Is it the are, storm one? Yep. You are either yeah. entering a storm, in the middle of one, or at the end of one. I hate, yeah. she's just like, I hate storms and I'm terrified of them, but maybe that's why it's been so tough for me. Yeah, no, that's true. That's actually um, something that uh, Jesus said. Like, you're either entering a storm, you're in the middle of a storm, or you're exiting one. Right. Like no matter what, you're always in a storm, and yep. and that's that's like that's the world we live in. So, mm-hmm. either get ready for it, you're in it, and figure out how you're going to get out of it, or you're exiting it and enjoy those few moments before you go into another one. Yep. Right. So, but no matter what, the storm's out of your. You like you can't control the weather. Can't so control it. Enjoy the ride. Yep. So kind of goes back to your uh, control freakness. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> It's uh, funny because I can preach these awesome quotes to people, but I can't do it myself. <laughs> so, Shh, don't admit that. <laughs> um, to everybody but my wife, I, I do everything. I, I do everything I say. I, say I, for, I forgot to do the dishes tonight, so I'm gonna definitely hear. It. I always say well, what you're going through. What you're going through now isn't something you've gotten through before. Yeah, you, 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 every try. I mean, you're standing here right now. You've gotten through everything that's been thrown at you in life. I mean, you're gonna do it again. Yeah. That's the best way I can say it. Yep. Well, and the one big thing that, like, so Spence, I know you're a man of faith. I don't, uh, Devis, I don't know about you. Um, but I'm uh, I, and yeah. Okay. So. so, so my father in law is a Baptist preacher. Um, okay. so one big thing that I picked up, um, in church lately is, uh, suffering is everybody goes through sufferings, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should never compare your sufferings to somebody else's sufferings. Everybody suffers in a different way. In a different way. And uh and you should never try to compare yourself suffer with somebody else. You should just always be there to give them. And then another thing uh, to give them help through it. Mm-hmm. Um and then another thing on that too is a lot of times people and I've been in this position always question like why would God do this to me? Right? Why did God get me shot? Well, I could tell you why. Because if I didn't get shot, I wouldn't have ever found darkness because I wouldn't have been sitting that day in my recliner. I would have been doing what I always do and been out working. Yeah. Um, and I would have never been able to make streamer loot and I would never been here to have that conversation with you guys. So now I can help other people yep. through their suffering. Yep. So There's that's why I got shot. The reason for everything. Exactly. So There's, why, no why are you everything. going through this suffering? Figure it out because you're going to get through it. And you're gonna get to help somebody because of it. So the old saying, go through it. The old saying goes, "What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger." Yeah, 
Yeah, except for if you have a fake bone. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other story, but... Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, I mean, everybody has, and th- and this is, you know, that's why I always, you see me a lot of times say, you know, even in tweets and everything like that, you never know what somebody's going through, so be kind to them. Because something you might say to them might set them off in a very negative way if you're not being kind to them, you know? Uh, yeah. You could also you could also make their day, too. Mm-hmm. So you don't even yeah. know. It's the simplest thing. Yeah, the... I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Like, I still stick my foot in my mouth all the time. The uh, the other day, I'm not going to use streamer's name. The other day was a partner, and I was just screwing around with him. Like, I always do. I'm just pulling a joke on him. And and everybody knows this. I just, everybody knows this. I don't don't care how much merch you sell. I really don't. I, I just want you guys to have, like, an awesome day. Uh, our partners, I've never pushed any of our partners to actually sell merch. I never will. Um, as long as they're trying, they're trying. I'm never going to hold a merch number over their head. Um, but, uh, but I, I made the comment to a partner. I can't remember what I said. It was just something like, oh, if you push your merch a little harder, I would buy you tickets to Vegas. Just a joke, which any other day would have been totally fine. But this partner had just lost a contract that he had not told anybody about because of his sales. So at that moment, it was like, not a joke that I didn't know about. But I was like, look, dude, like, you know this, but it took it took a minute for him to kind of come back and realize that, like, okay, nine's never done this. Like, he's not. But I, I was just saying it as like a joke to him. He, he's not coming to Vegas. I know he's not. It was just a joke to him. But that's one of those things. Like, also remember, like, you're going to say something sometimes that might offend people. And don't be scared to say you fucked up. Right. Because like at that moment, I was like, dude, I fucked up. I was just joking. I hope you know I'm joking. I don't care how much merch you sell. Um, I, all I care about is how much you bring to streamer league. And that doesn't mean monetary value. It means your feedback and opinion. Mm-hmm. So, and it took a few minutes, but that person calmed down and, uh, but yeah, but I mean, like, I didn't know. <laughs> Screw with them. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, you never know what somebody's going through. And that was just a couple of weeks ago. So. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's, and that's and that's why like you, you'll see my little Discord. You can put your custom message in there. It's like treat others how you want to be treated. You know, mm-hmm. if you know, I I'm all about joking, you know, and everything like that. And some days, yeah, I might take it a little wrong because maybe it's just one of those kind of days or whatever. But I mean, in the end, I want to treat you the way I want to be treated because that's. I know if I that's how I want to be treated, then more likely you're going to like the fact that I'm treating you that way. You know? Yeah. It's a very simple concept, right? <laughs> it's, dude, it's a concept we learned in kindergarten, but no it's one seems to grasp it, dude. It's yeah. treat people the way you want to be treated. I mean, the other day, a streamer had made some really weird comments to another streamer um, while they were playing games. And it had nothing to do with me, but I felt the need to post a nasty tweet about it. And I still feel bad about this tweet I posted. And, but at the time, like to me, it felt like I had to back up a friend. But, like, did I do anything to help the situation? No, I probably just made it worse. And it, then I'm sitting there thinking about what my kindergarten teacher was. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. And how hard is that? But with Twitter and Facebook, we literally are the meanest humans in the world. And it's all because we're not face to face, we're behind keyboards. Like, People nine warriors. times out of ten, these str- 
streamers would not say half the shit they're gonna say to some other streamers face yep <laughs> so so true keyboard warriors yeah so nine i got a question have you have you ever uh so like you, your wife, you have your wife, and 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 obviously she's a great support. But have you ever talked to anybody professionally, like a therapist or anything, or anybody else? Yeah, no, um, of course, yeah, no. I have a therapist. Um, I don't see him anymore on the regular. Um, he's in uh, Doctor Richard Moreno. He's my best friend. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's a great guy. Um, and I can call him at any time. Uh, I I actually uh for the long it went about two years. I didn't talk to him. Um, and I called him after I got laid off, um, from my last job and I, I got into a pretty dark place and I called him and, uh, the, the thing I love about, uh, Moreno is he will call me on my shit faster than anybody else. And I love it because most other therapists, they would never call you out. Like they just want to, they, they want to get you to that point, but he will call me so fast. So I showed, I called him and uh, he booked me appointment, knew, like remembered me and everything, booked me appointment. Um, I went by and I saw him and, uh, and I just wanted to speed through the situation. I was like, look, here's where I'm at. I got laid off. I hate it. I'm mad. I'm not, you know, I'm not having good dreams. I'm having flashbacks. It's pissing me off. What can I do to make this better? And he's just like, whoa, time out. We haven't talked in two years and you're going to walk in my office and just demand answers from me. No roll back you have a new kid you didn't call me and tell me you got a new kid (laughs) (laughs) and he starts like going through these things and we start talking through and then he's like all right so going to at the end of the hour it's like going back to your answers that you wanted you're a control freak the reason why you're mad is because you can't control that you got laid off from work and you're trying to figure out a way to not and like he just starts laying into me and and at the end of it, he's just like, look, man, like, I don't know how to tell you this over and over again, but you're a control freak. And it's the same situation when you got shot. Like, you're going to have to, when you hit these bumps in the road, you're going to have to figure out a way to control, like, to, to control the anxiety and quit worrying about controlling your life. And he explained to me the situation that was tough was I had never had worry about finances because i made a very good living at my other job and then now i'm on a really low income pay and this was like i got laid off the week when texas was like no more covid siphon <laughs> i was like hey well hold up i was all for that until now i'm in the situation <laughs> right so yeah so i'm like trying to figure trying to figure it out and he's like the reason why you're having the anxiety attacks now about money is because you're, you don't have any justification before you had a job, so you were justifying that you didn't need to worry about money. Now you don't have a job, so figure out a way to justify that money's not an issue. And it's building a budget. Build a budget. Control your money. Hmm. You want to control something, control your money and control your anxiety. Quit controlling that you're going to get laid off from work. And uh, yeah, so I, I saw him like two weeks later after that, started feeling better, got a job. Um, I went and saw him one time after that, and then I haven't seen him since. I'll probably go see him, uh, probably go see him either this month or next month just to kind of follow up because, uh, but he's not going to call me. He wants me to call him. Um, so, but I'll probably go see him just to follow up and make sure I feel like I'm even keeled and let him control my anxiety for me. Control what you can. It's such a, it's such a simple concept. 
but yeah. we don't just control what you can. But but yeah, but he thought and he called me out on it. Like I walked in there, and I thought I was going to control the appointment, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, no, no. I highly, I highly recommend um, that if you're ever having dark thoughts or you're just not feeling the way you should, go talk to somebody. It's it doesn't cost much. There's plenty of health out there, and it's I'm telling you, a fifty. If you have good insurance like mine's fifty. Fifty dollars. I'm on my wife's insurance. I have fifty bucks for an hour to sit down and talk to a therapist. Oh wow! Um, fifty bucks is is well worth it than me drinking myself into a hole because yep. I can't get past it, or doing something stupid because I didn't have the balls to go and say, "Hey, I need help." And mm-hmm. I think that's a big issue, especially with men. Men don't like going to get help at all. No. Like, I mean, when has a man ever not had his phone? And couldn't get directions and actually pulled over to ask somebody for help. That doesn't happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it doesn't happen. I mean, it's so it, it more, most guys have that stigma of keeping everything in, trying to control everything, everything, the appearance that everything's okay mm-hmm. and everything's going to work out. I never go to the doctor. Even, even, ever. even when, you know, like you said, for your example with the directions and everything. 100% completely lost, probably 200 miles away from where they need to be, but they're not going to ask directions because they Got know it. where they're going. Yeah. Got it. No, I mean, honestly, like, I'll be the first one to say, and you said, hey, you know, everything's out on the internet everywhere. I will tell you right now, as the biggest thing that I can see in the world that is like the biggest change is a man not wanting to go to a doctor. In my opinion, you don't seem manly at all. You're a pussy. If you can't go and admit that you're having issues. And so that's that's my opinion. Like right. if I can't go and tell somebody that I'm having issues, I'm a I'm being more of a pussy than somebody who can. So and I and, and to put that in perspective, soldiers who have killed people and fought for this country have no problem going to a doctor and saying, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. So why can't I do it? So that's that's my opinion, but I don't know if everybody agrees. But yeah, go, just go 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 and talk to a doctor if you need to talk to somebody. If it's, a, yep. if it's a pride thing, yes. If it's a pride thing, yes. Big big yeah. definitely go. Don't 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 suck up that pride and just go. Yep. You're gonna feel you ten times know. better, and worse comes to worse, you wasted fifty dollars. You just never know, you guys, because I've had so many people just go for different reasons, but have different uh, symptoms for something else, or you know whatever different mm-hmm. diagnosis. So. Yep. Myra's in here. She said, I'm a woman and I avoid going to the doctor. Um, but Myra Boy, actually had a, a lot without insurance. That's why Myra actually had a question. She said, talking about controlling things and jobs. How do you guys feel about career changes? Uh, she basically says, like, it's stressful. Not sure it'll be worth it or not sure if I should do it. Me personally, I mean, it kind of for me, this is just my personal opinion. If you're unhappy with what you're doing as far as your career and everything like that, I 100% think that it does not hurt to look into a career change if it's going to be something that makes you happy. Because, um, as yes, financially, things can be stressful, this, that, and the other. But is it worth your mental health to be unhappy where you're at? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I can't really speak on this because when I turned 19, I got a job in the apartment industry. And uh, I stayed in the apartment industry until I got shot. Um, so 20, I think I was 26, 27 when I got shot, um, 26 and, uh, or turning 26. And, uh, so I've never really had to decide to make a career change for myself. Um, up until then I was doing apartment business development and, uh, operations. And all I really did was drop the apartment side the things like that's i just don't do much with um now my job i do business development but for i sell to um apartment complexes instead of me actually working on site but that's just because i don't feel comfortable working on site so i never actually had to like change my career um so i can't really touch that but i can tell you this i've told several of my friends i had a very good friend that was an assistant manager at apartment complex with me um that was never happy he hated his job um, and we had a blast hanging out and he had fun at work, but he never was satisfied at the end of the day. Whereas me, I was like, yeah, let's go. We got leases. It's awesome. Like, I'm so excited. And he was never that way. He was like, oh yeah, cool. We did our job. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but one day he, he'd been getting really into craft beer and he'd been volunteering at this brewery, um, Martin house brewing in Fort Worth, Texas. If you guys ever have the opportunity to go there and do a brew tour, it's amazing. Um, and they finally had said like, Hey man, we're growing. Would you want a job as a sales manager for us? And he came to me and he was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to take it. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? You're literally volunteering there, giving your free time. Cause it's fun. Why wouldn't you go have fun there and get paid for it? Right? Do it. Yeah. And he was just scared to go do what he loved because it was a career change. Um, uh, because he had went to school and stuff, but now, so now he's the head of well, technically his job title is the director of beard operations, beard. He's got a nasty Duck Dynasty beard. It's insane, dude. But but he's actually he's actually head of marketing and sales for all of all of Martin House Brewing. Uh, he decides all the crazy beers that they do. He made a made like a Dunkaroos beer. Um, so he does like all these crazy beers. They did a Buffalo Wing beer, and then they did a ranch beer that went with it that you could drink them together. It was really, it sounds gross, but it's actually really good. <laughs> but, um, but he's been doing that now for, he left, he left working with me in 2014 and he's still there now. So, and he does what wow. he loves every single day. Um, and he doesn't make a ton of money. Um, I mean, he makes, he makes really good money, but he doesn't make a ton of money. Um, like other people would think, but this man goes to work every single day and loves his job. And it just took that fear of, of changing his changing his career going from apartments to selling beer (laughs) i mean was kind of scary but hey he did it and uh and honestly i did i wouldn't have had the guts to make that decision so sales is sales you know yeah yes that's what my dad used to always tell me anyway sales was sales so if you could sell you could sell anything if you could sell you know yeah you can pretty much sell anything Sell if anything you, if you can sell. If so. you can sell, you can pretty much sell anything. Um, I know Devious is gotten going to have to leave here shortly, so uh, let's uh, continue on. Good. Let's let's continue on. And uh, I know you uh, talked about your wife and the support system that she is and everything like that. 
outside of your wife, does any of your other family members, like do you have any siblings, your parents, or anything like that, that are aware of your mental health? Are they supportive? Yeah, I mean, me and my mom, um, my mom, she's a pancreatic cancer survivor. She's been, oh, Lord, I want to say it's like 12 years cancer-free now, probably more than that. She awesome. kicked, she literally kicked cancer's ass. Um, yeah. But that being said, though, we've had our spats before, and a lot of it has been driven because of, um, I, I, you know, I feel like she has some form of PTSD because of cancer and going through that stuff. Mm. And PTSD doesn't have to be a life-threatening thing. It could oh. just be a very traumatic experience. Yep. Um, so uh, I feel like she does, and we're both very hard-headed, so we butt heads a lot. But I love my mom. Um, but there's been times where we've both had to say, like, hey, Let's take a break from each other. You know what I mean? Because we're both just butting heads and just take a month. Um, same thing with my dad, too. Um, you know, my dad is a very smart man, um, very technology savvy. Um, he's he's a genius. And uh, my brother is very much the same way, um, whereas I'm very much like business and street smarts. Um, and they're very technology smart. And so... Uh, you know, I'll explain something to my dad. And he's like, I just don't see that working, you know, <laughs> but it will, it will work. Just trust me. And then it works, but it's like, but sometimes those are things that like are, are constant. Um, and my brother growing up, he was, uh, he was a drug addict growing up. Um, I actually had to tell my parents that he was getting really involved in drugs and got, I was the one that got him put into rehab when I was 15 and he was 16. Um, so I never did drugs ever, um, growing up. Uh, I didn't even drink while I was in high school. Like all my friends would go party and I was always the DD. Um, I didn't drink until I got to college. Um, and I actually didn't even smoke weed until Vegas last year. Thank you, Kiwi, uh, <laughs> for that because it was, because it wasn't, because it wasn't legal. So until, until it was legal, I didn't try it. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, um, I, I think that because of that, my dad held me on a higher pedestal than my brother because I was so against it um, that he expect he expected more from me than my brother, um, which definitely made some things butt heads. But that being said, though, my parents um, and my brother um, have all been huge support systems, especially with you know me getting shot and um, you know getting married at such a young age. And uh, I was twenty one; just turned twenty one when I got married. Um, and they've been, they've always been there and had my back. And if you don't fight with family, you're not really family. So, um, but no, they're, they're amazing support systems. Um, yeah. Cool. Devious, you got any questions or anything that we should no, talk about or? Not at the moment. I don't think, I think I'm, uh, I'm always one of those persons that I ask them as they come to me, kinda, <laughs> yeah. you know, they uh, pop up randomly random questions um yeah. now growing up was mental health anything that you guys talked about as a family or was it just not really never, yeah never thought about it until i got shot honestly i'm ashamed to say it but when people were saying like some of these shooters at schools and stuff is because they were crazy um i just thought those people were idiots for even thinking that somebody could have mental health issues <laughs> like like i until i experienced it myself um yeah it's i don't mm -mm. no we never talked about it until that i got diagnosed with ptsd so 
that was like the big like honestly i was ashamed it was kind of funny because this was like when i was in a mood i was so ashamed that i got diagnosed with ptsd um and i didn't even do anything like a soldier you know who yep. had to help his you know buddy out of battle or watch his friends die um would get ptsd i didn't even do anything i just got i was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and i was ashamed of myself that i got ptsd because i didn't do near as much stuff as this because i was going to these ptsd classes with soldiers and i'm just sitting here like what did i do <laughs> like I don't. I I was like so minor, upset that minor compared to yours, you know. Exactly. Kind of yeah. yeah. And, and and in some ways, it helped me get over it faster because I was like, well, I I still have it, but understand it more was because I was like, okay, maybe maybe my nightmares aren't that bad. <laughs> oh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that this guy like went to jail and everything like that, and that whole um, that does fall through okay with. No, illegal? so he's he hasn't even he hasn't even stood trial yet. Um, I actually had a meeting on Thursday, uh, that with the defense attorney. That um, how is that making you feel? Like, is, is I mean, I don't, a little bit the trial itself. I mean, I don't want to go back, but like, if it's if I have to go back to you know, stand yeah. trial, I got to go back to stand trial with him. But it just uh, sucks to relive it for so long. I can't imagine. Yeah, you know, but it's whatever. It's you know, if if that's what it takes to. Put him in the place he deserves, and that's the place I'll, that's what I'll do. So, I'm oh, good. I'm glad at least he's in the process. Yeah. So, good. Um. So another another question for you. Um. Okay. Outside of the little bit that you stream. Um. I know that yeah. you mentioned the 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 fact that you want to get back onto a, like a semi consistent schedule, three to four times a week, and everything like that. But what is like a, a a release for you from like your anxiety, like an escape and a distraction that is not streaming related or business related? Because we oh, we see, we, I know you are like really big into all your businesses and doing everything, which is good. I do businesses for fun is the thing. Like is a lot it? of people think that like I want to like I want to get rich off a of streamer. Like I can't say this enough. I don't want to make money. <laughs> as much as much as like i would love to like you know streamer let's get to a point where it's making some money and what i want to do is go hire more people get more get more jobs out there um but no yeah like i don't i don't want to make money i don't i just i just would enjoy uh i just i just enjoy making businesses and creating jobs for people um so, but outside of gaming and or streaming and businesses, what is my release? Uh, Dallas Cowboys football. Yeah, maybe <laughs> football in general. Dallas Cowboys. Anybody who plays football and their checks are not signed by Jerry Jones, they're not even real football players. Okay. <laughs> no, I I love football. I love Dallas Star. I love the Dallas Stars, and I love the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I love the Mavericks. Um, I like sports a lot. So, um, that's my time. Like typically, like when I'm watching, um, when I'm watching football, like I'll have my phone up, but I don't pull up Twitter. I don't pull up TikTok. I don't pull up anything. I only pull up, um, to find out how much money I've lost on on DraftKings and I also pull up to see how much um money I've made on DraftKings or my fantasy football. Other than that, I'm just completely disconnected. I'm just enjoying um 
football. And then if something big happens, I'll pull up Twitter. I'll post a tweet really quick, making sure that, you know, all all the other gamers know who's the best sports team is. And then I'll immediately close it and get ready for the uh, for the blast later. So I think I posted today, which I'm getting ringed for now, that the Dallas Cowboys are the best football team in the NFL. Um, yeah, and I'm getting reamed for that one, but hey. My team's okay. Are. I got no room to speak too much, but they're all right. My team's <laughs> over. A-Rod's on his way out, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was really nervous for the Packers this year after his first game, but it looks yeah. like it was just it looks like it was just a fluke. I thought he was going to throw the whole season. I, right too, uh, I was like, maybe he's gonna, just not going to win and doesn't want to. Yeah. No, but, but no, yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a that that's my way. It's cool. like I I enjoy that. So. Yes, yeah, kind of like sports and your hometown teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. ki- that's kind of like me. It's kind of like me. Unfortunately, my football team what? is not very good. What's your football team? Barry Sanders ring a bell. Your Lions. Wow. I'm in, I'm in Detroit, man. I'm in Detroit. I'm a Detroit yeah. boy. Tigers, Pistons, Lions. That's like high school football, wings. dude. You need to get you need to get in the NFL. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. The hey. wing, the wings, really? Come on, man. Since Datsuk left. <laughs> oh, they haven't been they haven't been good in very yeah, long have, time. We didn't really have a hockey team. We had semi-pro hockey in Milwaukee, so. Yeah, so what so so if you're in Wisconsin, I think your hockey team is technically uh the, the Blackhawks. Blackhawks, yeah. Or 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 it could be um the Minnesota the Wild. Wild. Yeah. So <laughs> uh um, so let's see, we've got uh any of these other questions you wanted me to answer? Uh well, I mean right now we're coming up to the end. DBS is gonna okay. have to uh leave here shortly. So, I mean, basically, kind of give us uh, what you've learned, uh, what you want people to know about your, you kind of given us a little bit about your mental health, your specific symptoms. You've talked about that already. But what have you learned about yourself through dealing with the PTSD and the anxiety after being shot? Can't control everything. Just control what you can control. That's what hit me the most tonight. Mm-hmm. I try to control so much stuff that is not in my control. I just I can't do anything about it, and it just stresses me. You know? Yeah, that you can't control everything. Stop comparing your sufferings to other people, and then, like Iron said, like I still live by that every single day. It's just you're either entering a storm, in a storm, or leaving a storm. You're always in a storm. So okay. just, just and and think about it this way: like a hurricane, there's the center of the hurricane is really calm. You're still in the middle of a hurricane. Yep. So it might seem like you're not in a storm, but you're in a storm and just get ready for it. And until then, you can't do anything about it. So just enjoy the ride. That's life, dudes. Yep. That just seems like life is. That's just how it is. It's All just, it's either, you're either getting shit on, just got done getting shit on, or you're on the way to get shit on. I mean, <laughs> life is a, yeah, I mean, it's a constant storm. It's a roller coaster. You're ups and yeah. downs, ups yeah. and downs, ups and downs. You're either going to be climbing to the mountaintop. Or you're going to be going down into a valley of some sort. I mean, that's literally what life is. And everything in between is going to be hard work. So, yeah. So, I mean, just just do do what you can. Like, every single day, the big thing that I've learned is, like, every single day, just get someone to smile. Like, like Tim, Poole, and Stone did for me. 
just get someone to smile while, while I spend my time on this earth. I'm going to make someone smile and I'm going to do good. And uh, I'm just going to weather the storm. Laughter is a good medicine, man. Yep. Uh, we, we, we had uh, this, uh, you might know him, Tuchala. He, oh, he's dude, it. he's he, so hot. He's such, such a he, He's over man here. He's Texas. like, love that nine is here opening up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There's not a lot of people in the streaming world that know that I am a shooting victim. So yeah, it's kind of a no clue. Yeah. So I only knew because I happened to have a little conversation with uh, Chalupa because Chalupa's yeah. like, we need to get nine on the podcast because you had. I've talked to him. Uh, and... Yeah, I'd mentioned it. I'd mentioned it to him and player two in Panda um, during when they were in the duos contest. I played played a uh, Warzone night with them, and I'd mentioned it to them, and they were all kind of shocked. So, man, I, I I mean, when he told me, I'm like, you would never really be able to I just... tell. I just couldn't imagine the whole process in general from start to finish. You know what? Get, getting psychological, everything. Mm -hmm. Getting shot actually really didn't hurt that much. It felt like a really hot mosquito bite. It was the stuff the bullet did that hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the the actual entry and exit, not that bad. The breaking the bones and all that stuff, that's what really hurt. So, and then yeah. the recovery process sucked. But getting shot, not saying go out there and shoot yourself. Like don't do that. <laughs> it hurts, but right. it's but but not as bad as you would think. <laughs> so uh, your adrenaline my adrenaline was also through the roof oh yeah guaranteed. Um, so yeah they had to give me a shot to, to get my adrenaline down so guaranteed guaranteed yeah so with that i guess we can start kind of giving our final comments so that way devious can get out of here he's got to go meet up with family i know we uh ran through it but we had a really really great podcast good talk very good, good talk. talk. Uh, learned a little bit about nine that nobody knew, um, and some of the stuff that he's dealt with, which is different from a lot of our other guests. Uh, I mean, we've had Nukeman who also deals with PTSD, but his was more related to what he dealt with in the military, which also included being shot, but in a different manner. Um, dad bod as well. Dad bod. Uh, so um, two amazing men. Yeah, I mean, we've had some we've had some really good guys. I mean, we've had Lady Geek on here. We've had Biohazard Wife on here. We've had Gamer Tempo on here. Uh, Cupcake on here. Uh, Chalupa had his uh, therapist friend that he knows joined us for our podcast and just kind of talked a little bit, you know, not obviously giving advice or anything like that, but just, you know, the things that, as a therapist, the things that they kind of see and kind of want people to know and everything. Um, like the uh, duo challenge when Lenny Lair opened up about the makeup and the, mm -hmm. the different things. Yeah. She was actually on our podcast before she did that. So um, her story was incredible. We actually had Kiwi on here. Um, so, oh, really? Yeah, we I love Kiwi, had, dude. Steven? Kiwi. Steven is one of my closest friends in the streaming industry. He is an amazing human, and a lot of people, in my opinion, um, a lot of people don't see it in him because he hides himself. He does. So much. He's a, it just, like, literally one of the best streamers out there. 
and just one of the nicest guys, but he hides himself so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, one thing a lot of people don't know too is the Berserk. Um, we actually got uh, um, a mental health liaison for the team. Um, so if a team member needs to talk to somebody, um, like we have we have a mental health liaison for the team. Now they don't do any give any advice or something, but that's somebody who they can call. That's an unbiased party that can they can vent to awesome. and uh, and if they need to talk to somebody a little bit better, then that person can give them some contacts in their area to go see a psychiatrist um, or whatever they feel they need to go see. So that's um, awesome. Yeah, that's that was very big. Um, Nighthawk had a huge role. And pulling that one off, so it's cool. Yeah, Nighthawk and I, we go back. He, uh, yeah, he's he's a great dude too. Um, but yeah, we've had a lot of great guests. Um, but uh, what is one thing you want to focus on is in your closing statement, nine, as far as uh, mental health and you know the different things. I know you mentioned being a, stop being a control freak and. Uh, but is there anything else that you want to kind of like emphasize? Uh, I guess since I'm winning with this quote, since Iron said it is you're either in a storm, entering a storm or leaving a storm. Like that's, that's the thing. And you can't control that, but but, but control, but control what you can't control. So, um, that's, that's what I would say is just, just do your thing. Um, and try to make somebody smile along the way. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that hit home for me tonight, too, is the – I control so much that's – or I try to control stuff that's that's out of my – just out of my reach that I can't control physically or or mentally or mm-hmm. – um, and, and I talk about it a lot. Tara, I mentioned it in, in my mod chat and in my, my team. I'm like, you know, I want to do this, this, and this, and this, and, you know, I want this to happen and this to happen, and I want, I want, it, I want it to be this time, and it just mm-hmm. – it'll happen. It'll happen when it happens. Yep. So. Exactly. Myra says she loves you nine. Love you too, Myra. Uh I'm gonna awesome. I'm gonna piggyback right on that. I mean, I'm honestly that that quote is just absolute fire. That's gonna be the emphasis of the tweet tonight from the podcast. Um you're either in a storm, exiting a storm, or entering another one. Just enjoy the ride. Um, because I mean, that's reality. You can't, I can't control what you do. You can't control what I do. I can't control what devious does. He can't control what I do. I can't control what anybody does in the chat or anything like that. We just got to be able to weather the storm together and coexist, coexist reality. Um, yep. so, and, and, and just be good people, good, good people to everybody. You know, you mentioned it earlier with the social media it's opened up a whole new world of attacks on people and not being good towards people so they're always constantly putting people down i mean i took literally four days off of all social media because i just like i had to get away from it i just i couldn't couldn't deal with it anymore and uh so that that is the one thing that i pretty much taken away is hey we're always going to be in in some sort of storm whether it be the beginning the middle or the end you're going to be in it and we always seem to make them through we always seem to get through whatever whatever it is is going on we're always here to talk about it in the end yep so yeah and not to get too bible thumpy thumpy in here but uh but just remember guys like god has never failed you like 
He's literally never failed you. As much as you think he is, you're just you're you're just trying to put human thoughts towards godly thoughts. Like he's never failed you. So if you think he is, stop and listen. Figure out what you're doing wrong that he's trying to get your attention. That's what's happening. I mean, he's not failed you. So I I can think of a, a story right off the bat from the Bible, Lazarus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's literally like, never failed us. So just that that how stop and listen. that how long. And the, the <laughs> Lord raised him up, and everybody thought he was dead. So, um, yeah. so announcement time, um, guys. Anybody that's listening to Devious's chat or uh, the podcast chat, yeah. uh, next week is tentatively we're going to do our one year. Can you? It's been one year for the podcast. Uh, so email. Press I'm pop. getting naked. Oh wait, I wasn't invited. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, please uh, email the podcast if you guys haven't. Um, we're gonna try to read off. Basically, if it's the press press pause podcast at yahoo.com, I'll type it in my chat. Um, but if you have watched or experienced the podcast in any way, if it has affected your life in any way, if it has helped you in any way, um, anything you want to email us, uh, basically your experience with with the podcast and how it's helped you, uh, we want to read those on our one year um anniversary so if you could take a second and email us we would really 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 appreciate that and then the next announcement is um two weeks will be the start of season two um i'm breaking them up into seasons so that way we know which year we're in and our guest will actually be captain kaleeb so season two episode one episode one will be captain kaleeb uh, so nine here is actually you might you might like this. Uh, so we got our one year next week. We got Captain Khalid, which you've met. Uh, we love got, him, great guy. We've got it's gifted, Re the Beast, gifted. athletic nerd, and Jiggy Diggy that are all coming on and joining us. And uh, two, we actually had links originally scheduled, but she had something come up, so we had to. Uh, back out of that, but I mean, let, let, I mean, you've seen the list. We've got like Links mm-hmm. and Executy, Joey Liggs, uh, Sinster, Soul, Jenny G. I mean, Snooty. I mean, we have a so, lot of great next guys. Year sometime. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got Snooty Wizard. Yep, love her. Get ready to cry. <laughs> so she's she's awesome. I love her. And uh, she's she's a good shoulder to lean on to if you ever need someone to call you on your shit. So I've always loved Snoots. She's great. Yep. So that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast there. Nine, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, opening up, telling your story. Uh, we will tag you when we get the podcast up on Spotify or and Anchor. So that way you can go ahead and share it to your community if you want to or wherever you want to share it. Because um, we are putting them out there in hopes that this will help someone. Devious, thank you so much for joining Always. us for the podcast tonight. Thank you guys for the invite. It's an honor. I've been waiting for this day. Um, I look forward to my trophy in the mail. I, I, I got you. I get a trophy, I, right? I, Chalupa, I, I, I got Chalupa. you. Chalupa promised me a trophy and a, we'll and we'll a $50 make, we'll make Taco sure. Bell gift card. We'll make, you, we'll make sure Chalupa gets you your trophy. And my fifty dollar Taco Bell gift card. We'll make sure Chalupa gets your your trophy and your fifty dollar gift card. <laughs> awesome. 
So I, I, on that note, everybody, thank you. Thank you so much. Next week, tentatively, the goal is to be live 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central with our one year. I'm going to try and get you guys involved with the emails, reading, and everything yes, that please. you guys enjoy. I don't think we have a lot, so please take two seconds if you can and email us. We We've only it. got two or three right now that I've seen. So, um, yeah. again, nine, thank you very, very much. I'll talk to you again sometime soon. Yep. Devious. Thank you, guys. On that behalf, guys, thank you for joining the Press Pause Podcast, and you have a wonderful night. Good night, guys. Good night.